Hey, my awesome, beautiful people. Thanks for tuning in to my podcast, Hashing Out. Um, so I promised everyone I would make an episode about the rare condition that I have been living with 25 years of my whole life without even knowing. And literally this past month, I found out I had it. It doesn't really feel real. Pretty crazy to me still. I'm gonna go into detail pretty much of what it is. So I had something called vulvulus and vulvulus is a rare condition. Let me get the exact medical terminology of it. So vulvulus refers to abnormal twisting of a part of the large or small intestine. This twisting may lead to a bowel obstruction which can cause severe complications. And the causes, in my case, in infants, volvulus of the small intestine often occur due to malrotation. Malrotation occurs when a problem with the way the intestines form causes them to settle in the wrong place in the abdomen. This can cause the intestines to twist or become blocked. I mean, it's taken care of. That's all that matters. And honestly, I'm very very blessed and happy to be alive and i also want to thank each and every single one of you guys who checked up on me the whole time i was gone i'm in the hospital um y'all are amazing and y'all are beautiful souls and i love you guys and i appreciate every single one of y'all i just wanted to just yes i wanted to thank you guys before i get started um with this gruesome story if you um obviously if it's too nasty for you you don't have to listen but it's not i'm not gonna make it too graphic i'll try not to make it too bad so um pretty much went my whole life without knowing this but it 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 makes sense um because i've always had stomach problems growing up and when i was a little girl i'd always um have to be at the doctor and have multiple doctor visits and they didn't know what I had I've always had to just go to the nurse and I just remember being very sensitive to uh, dairy and just a lot of different random stuff as a kid and always having to go to the doctor even as an adult I want to say the last serious doctor visit I had I was around 21 22 and I think even it was just weird because i had like this sharp stomach pain that would not go away and i'm telling y'all it sucked because i couldn't even sleep it was like a constant pain for a whole month and i'm not even exaggerating like i had to take ibuprofen just to just to sleep just to be able to sleep and then it would just come back and i was constantly just downing ibuprofen and um my boyfriend at the time we 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 thought it was like a stomach flu but his went away within two days mine like lingered for around a month or two so i went to the doctor they took blood they took stool samples like everything and they could not find it and it was they took x-rays and she was saying it was acid reflux or something i don't know super weird and and then eventually it ended up dying on its own but that's like the the that would happen quite frequently and i want to say that's like really the last time so i ever since then i started i kind of turned pescatarian vegan that's helped a lot and i hadn't really had anything happen but let me get into i guess how everything started so one lovely day in may i want to say may 4th to be exact um i was totally fine 
I was actually living my best life and I had just got back from a festival in Dallas um, called Ubby Dubby. It was the first festival back and it was just crazy because around that time I was doing really, really good. My life was just falling into place. I was in a very good mindset, just, just amazing, right? And of course, like the universe has to do that to me. It's like, oh, you thought and then hits me with this. <laughs> So I, I made turkey spaghetti for my sister and my friend the night before. And I remember I made everything like homemade, like my sauce is homemade, everything. And so I just remember waking up the next day and I felt like really bloated. And I was just, the first thing I thought was just like, man, like I really hope, you know, I cooked that spaghetti right, like I normally do. But I just felt super bloated and you know, it's turkey. It's not supposed to be that heavy on you. And I made like, everything was just, you know, homemade and natural. So I went to the restroom and then nothing was going away. If anything, it made my bloating worse. So I was like, okay. And it was 5 a.m. So there's just nothing I could really do I, at that point. Like I'm like half awake. I'm, I just went to the restroom, came to lay back down and it got worse. So I was like, okay, let me get a ginger ale and try to like, bring down the bloating a little so i went to go get a ginger ale drank it and then still nothing and i laid back down in maybe 30 minutes but at this point like my body was just not letting me go back to sleep like i tried like my, i was still drowsy and my um <laughs> i was tired but my body was just like no get up and don't ever ignore your body guys because i i was like okay let me go get a Tylenol because my body is just not letting me go back to bed. The sun wasn't even up at this point. So then I ended up going to get a Tylenol. And right as I was reaching for the Tylenol in the cabinet, I literally felt like someone stabbed me from the inside of my stomach and was just twisting the knife around in me. I'm not even exaggerating. It was like the most excruciating pain, sharp pains ever. So at this point, I'm just like, oh my God. Tylenol is not gonna help this and then I had a then I had a hard time breathing because the pains were just so sharp I like just fell on the floor and I'm just sitting there and I'm trying to catch my breath and I'm trying to take deep inhales and exhales and just trying to focus on my breathing not the pain and the pain was so bad y'all from a 1 to 10 it was like an 11 and I just could not catch my breath and so I was just I couldn't even cry out that's that's another thing like I was trying to cry and I couldn't cry so I was just like okay let me just breathe no one's even awake right now that could help me at it I wasn't even near my phone so I'm like okay breathing and then the minute it just starts hurting again I I ended up blacking out my vision and my hearing just goes it just goes black and foggy everything just and then so I <clears throat> as I blacked out my thank god my grandma walks through the door and she sees me on the floor and I'm like having a hard time breathing I could hear someone come in and I slowly start to come back and I see her and I'm like grandma I can't breathe I can't breathe it hurts so bad so she freaks out my poor little grandma she ends up calling my mom my mom was instantly bring her to the, go take her to the emergency room so we're on our way to the emergency room and the worst part is my poor grandma's panicking I'm like holding on to the to everything 
at this point to just trying to like distract myself I'm trying to like sit there without you know it feels like my stomach's about to explode so I'm trying to sit still and I'm trying to breathe and I can't I'm telling my grandma I I don't even know what to do right now she gets lost and so I'm like grandma please don't get lost right now and we ran out I didn't even bring like any of my stuff with me and so I like grabbed the phone her phone and I put in maps and then um I ended up having to like direct us while I'm trying to stay um trying to not black out again and so we finally go to the emergency room and they get a wheelchair I get wheeled to the front I don't have like my ID or anything on me we just literally ran out of the house so she gives them my information they wheel me to the back shout out to this um cute receptionist they he was just so sweet and he was just sweetest little man ever and he was like I I usually not allowed to bring people back here but you just look like you're in so much pain and you know that was just hard to see and I was like thank you so much thank you so much and took me back there and then my mom instantly she got off work rant she sped over and so she um was holding my hand she was in the back with me and I they, they gave me morphine but I was still in a lot of pain and I was at this point I'm still trying to catch my breath and I'm trying to do my breathing my inhaling exhaling so I'm just not focused on my pain the pain and then my mom's like um of course she's super worried and she was trying to talk me talk to me so I can you know not be so focused on just waiting and um so in pain and then finally the doctor comes in and Um, I want to say like at first I kind of got the vibe that they thought I was just like just dramatic girl probably cramping on her period My mom was even telling me like you can't go yet. Like you need to finish your you need to You need to pursue your dancing and you need to pursue everything you want to pursue like you're not done And I'm like, I know I'm not not ready to leave yet so yeah, it was like super emotional (laughs) and um my mom was like on the phone with like just telling my dad my dad was crying and it was so sad like just hearing all this like getting wheeled downstairs and she was just telling informing everyone that like that it could burst any minute but you know thank god i'm there that's all that mattered and you know i was about to get surgery so everyone there at houston methodist shout out to houston methodist they're amazing amazing hospital amazing team amazing staff like nurses doctors the assistant nurses they're awesome i need to come go and wanted to drop off like thank you cards to them or just something because they just made my experience there i felt like i'm i was at home and not at a hospital so i ended up going down there and they went ahead and just were talking me through it my mom was in there with me and before they had prepared me for surgery they were giving me so then the technician the radiologist technician comes in and she was very comforting and she was telling me let's go get your ct scan um and see what's going on so they ended up doing that on me and then we ended up coming back in the room and then the doctor comes back in and he brings the nurses and it was like super dramatic and then you could just tell like my mom like freaks out and I 
I kind of get a little scared too, but I'm in like so much pain. Like I don't even, at this point, like they were like, if we're gonna cut you open right now, like I wasn't even scared. I was like, do it. Like, just give me morphine and just cut me open and take it out at this point. So he comes in, the nurses are putting more morphine in me. They're like, we're bumping up your morphine tube. Um, I want to say it was like four milligrams. They only gave me two. So they're like, we're bumping it up to four. And the, he was like, so we found something. You have a rare condition. We don't find this in young people at all. It's always older people. And um, it's called volvulus, where you were born with your intestines knotted up as a fetus because there's no way that it could just randomly form like that. So I guess I went my whole life without ever knowing this and it finally I had a I had a tumor on my appendix that was causing it to inflame so I guess the tumor had grown so big on my appendix it was just finally you know pushing up my intestines and causing them to um, almost burst <clears throat> so he was like they're on the verge to bursting and that could they could burst in your bloodstream and that could cause death so good thing that you came when you did um we need to take you to the emergency we need to take you to the houston methodist uh, the medical center right now and you need we need to perform surgery tonight so that ended up happening and so i ended up getting taken by um the, the ambulance up to um, the medical center and then at this point I had morphine in my system so I felt a little better and the people in the ambulance were talking to me talking me through it so I felt I felt a little less scared I wasn't too scared I was just in so much pain that nothing was just scary to me at this point I just you know, I, I feel like if they were able to perform surgery, like everything was going to be okay. So we ended up going to the, um, he's the Methodist. We're in my room and they make me take off all my jewelry and my piercings and super sad because a lot of them closed up. And, um, so anyways, we, they ended up saying we're, they're doing the surgery tonight. We have to, because it can burst in my bloodstream any minute now and um if my if my grandma never took me obviously I, I could have died and um it was just like really trippy to hear that i guess because it's just i guess it, everything happened just so fast and i had such a normal day the day before i would never expect this to just happen and i didn't even see this coming so i was just like okay um yeah do whatever you have to do and then, then my um I used to have like this really weird fear with like getting overdosed with anesthesia or something because I've just seen like and watched so many horror like medical stories about it and I was just like I don't ever want to be put to sleep with you know having a seizure in my system or whatever but I don't know I just for some reason I like just did not care about anything I just wanted to get it out of me it, it felt like I my intestines were just trying to burst out and kill me literally and um i was just trying to get them out so <clears throat> they ended up going in and cutting out half my intestines and putting them back together and 
I have now it's you know it's really short and they were saying my food processes really fast now and it's and it's there I mean they're not lying and my you know I was very sensitive to a lot of things I'm going to be sensitive to a lot of things so they performed the surgery they took out the appendix they took out the tumor half my um they I want to say a part of my colon as well got taken out because it was knotted up with it and then a part of my appendix so four things were taking out taken out and then I woke up back in my room and I literally could not move my abdomen which is what you use pretty much to move your upper body I couldn't move my abdomen I could not I couldn't even laugh I couldn't I couldn't breathe like a certain way I couldn't get up um the nurses had to teach me how to roll over on my side if I wanted to get up and go to the bathroom and I had a hard time moving on my own and so when they stuck they had to stick uh, this breathing tube I guess when they perform surgery in your lungs um in order in order to for them to not get weak I guess and to get an pneumonia they gave me like this little breathing thing and I had to blow and this little ball of air has to rise up and you have to it has to reach a certain level or else your lungs get super weak and you get sick so I had to do that this breathing thing a couple times a week and then I had like a physical therapist come in and help me walk and they had to put these like pumps on my legs it was a lot and um I had to sleep with the pumps on my legs that was really probably like one of the most uncomfortable things and it would just like press air against my legs and um and what else did I have? I had a couple IVs in both arms and I had staples going across my whole abdomen. And it was just super weird waking up with just a huge wrap and band-aid all over me. And then knowing, I, f- I actually could feel like the staples like going down like my, my uh, stomach area. And yeah it was really weird um I didn't really know I was just like wow okay that happened so fast um I couldn't eat or drink anything the first couple days and it really sucked I couldn't even drink water I was so so thirsty my mouth was so dry from all the medication and they I was only allowed to sip on water whenever they gave me medication and they came in I want to say like every three three to eight hours and I was taking pain meds and um just a bunch of just a bunch of different medication and um a lot of it was making me sick so I want to say on the second day the third day they're trying to get me back on a liquid diet so they gave me a menu in the morning and it was just literally all liquids like soup apple juice um grape juice and just water all liquids and I was just so hungry um I ordered a bunch of apple juice and um I was so thirsty too so I was like okay thank god and I had nothing but like apple juice and Gatorade and I threw all of it up at the end of the day I couldn't hold anything down I was throwing a bunch of where I'm gonna get graphic I was throwing a bunch of blood up and a bunch of the anesthesia medicine all my medication was just coming out but I felt so nauseated and they put me back on the IV like the IV diet (laughs) they called it where I only have the IV in me the IV drip and I was just so miserable 
and I'm like sitting there in my hospital bed with the commercials playing like Pizza Hut commercials and free birds and all of this. Like I didn't even cry at all from the pain. I was like crying because I couldn't eat for a whole week and I couldn't even have ice chips. And I like started crying because I had missed food so much. So I kept asking my dad, can we please get pizza the minute I'm out of here and I can find out I can eat normal food again. I was asking my parents, can you please just buy me pizza? That's all I want. <laughs> and um, they were telling me I had to be in bed rest for a whole month. And after that, I possibly could go back to work and, you know, start walking again. But nothing, nothing heavy, nothing crazy. I couldn't even, they told me I couldn't work out. I couldn't do anything for at least a good month. And being an athlete, I know anyone can relate with me. It is so hard, so, so hard to just sit there in bed and not do anything. And I'm not used to that. I'm used to being on the go. I'm very active. I work out at least four times a week. So four to, four to five times a week, if that. And I'm always dancing. So I just, whenever the minute I got home, it was just so weird. And of course, everyone was treating me super different. And, um... It was just, it all happened. It was just, it was just super weird. Like I'm trying to give y'all the exact feeling, but being home was a little weird and strange. And, um, cause I was in the hospital and I actually couldn't even sleep in my room. I couldn't even walk up the stairs by myself. Um, I had to like sit on the stairs and like, um, crawl up and then crawl back down. <clears throat> and so I like slept in the living room and I had a, they gave me like this binder to wrap around my, um, my abdomen area. And they gave my mom these dressing things and she had to change my dressing for me. And yeah, like I was very, very weak and brittle. And I, I had to have that binder because I was hunched over like an old grandma. And my whole like front area was just like, it was like bulging out so I like lost weight everywhere and then my stomach area was like bulging out I felt super insecure with my body I felt pregnant and I just had like these huge like staples going down and my whole stomach was bruised so I yeah I, it was just crazy like I was like complaining about my body a month ago and then here I am you know 10 to 15 pounds lighter and then just I looked different, I looked super different, and I felt different, and so at this point, I'm just like adjusting, and then I I, I showered, that, that felt amazing, and I lay back down, and my friends, I had so many of my friends, I love you guys, they came over, brought me flowers, and cards, balloons, food, and hung out with me, and one of my best friends brought me pizza, because I was craving pizza in the hospital, I had one slice that was all I was able to eat that was probably the best thing ever and um yeah I just had to get used to laying there and everyone had to help me they brought me food in bed and um it felt really weird because I'm such like an independent person I <clears throat> I make my own money I do everything on my own and I had everyone attending to me it just felt super weird and um I, my mom didn't want me getting up for anything I wasn't even allowed to drive and um 
so then the next day they tried to put me back on a liquid diet again so i want to say maybe the fourth day um i think i was able to hold more stuff down but i was still throwing up a lot and i also was using the restroom and a lot of blood was just coming out of me my mom got super worried and was like asking the doctors they were like no that's normal we need her to you know we need to get her um organs to be moving and getting working again so yeah but i i did lose a lot of blood since i was throwing it up as well um the fifth day i was supposed to be out of the hospital but i was so i'm anemic and the fact that i was losing so much blood didn't help i wasn't able to go home so i ended up staying longer than anticipated i stayed a whole like week and a half or a little over a week i'm sorry and um they were pretty shocked that i was there for a while but everyone heals differently they were saying and um the sick the sixth day since i wasn't really recovering fast enough <clears throat> i wasn't even on a solid diet yet um and i lost so much blood i was throwing up so much blood they had to i remember they woke me up they they had to take blood out of me and i have another fear of needles with that so i anytime they'd come in and take my blood i would just put the pillow over my head and then just hand them my arm and they would just you know take my blood so they took my blood and then they had to come in another they had to come in another hour and do it again and i was just so annoyed and they were like oh we just want to make sure your blood count is actually um accurate because it's super low and then so they i remember they come back in with a blood blood bag and they had to give me a whole blood transplant because i lost so much of it um everyone was just like my mom my parents were even like you look like you lost your color so um they had to give me a blood transplant and when they did that the next day i felt so much better i felt i got my my color back i was able to kind of move around more but it was still really hard because um anytime i'd have to use the restroom i had to unplug my little like my monitor connected to me and the worst part was they forced you to well force me to i had to walk at least like three times a day and it was so hard for me because i could barely walk y'all like i have a video on my instagram of me like walking like a little grandma but i could not walk and i was just like i i cried that was like the only time i cried because i was like i love dancing and i love that's my favorite thing to do and i just i was like if i can't walk how am i supposed to dance and i they were just saying like like it was scaring me because they were even saying like you won't be healed until like six to six months to a year and it was freaking me out and they weren't even telling me when i could actually eat solid foods again that was probably the worst part too and i cried when i saw the pizza commercial because at this point i hadn't eat it, eaten any solids in a week i felt like my body lost so much weight and i was just losing so much blood and just a lot was just coming out i lost i want to say like 10 pounds within that five days which is a lot <laughs> and um i just felt super weak and um yeah just drinking my apple juices so then the seventh day comes around and thank god they wake me up with a food menu and i was so happy like my like the smile on my face was just i was just so happy i ordered a turkey burger and I couldn't even finish the whole burger. It was tiny. 
and I ate half of it and I was so full and I ordered some chips with it <clears throat> and then I think for dinner I ordered another one or I forgot but I know I was just going to town with all my foods I think I ordered like a croissant for dinner or something and I couldn't finish any of it and it was so hard for me to finish it and um, I felt like my stomach shrunk too but you know again like I just well, I was trying to like relearn how to process my food again and um, my intestines were trying to you know catch up so then um, my parents obviously took turns um, staying with me you know that shout out to my parents I love you guys they're amazing they um, would take turns staying with me and keeping me company and my mom was doing work with from home uh, at the hospital there she celebrated Mother's Day with me there and um, so on the seventh day um, they finally told us that they're gonna release me the next day that I finally looked a lot more better got my color back I was walking more and um, you know I finally could be released to go home so basically um they ended up releasing me that day and that car ride home was probably the best thing ever like I had this I hadn't had sun touch my face in like eight days and I lost so much weight it was just crazy to me like how I wasn't even able to they finally told me I could eat normal food just had to be careful because I'm very sensitive to any any type of grease or anything and the minute <clears throat> I got in the car we're just my stepdad hooks up connects to my music and we're jamming out and I finally I'm just like at this point like I haven't felt so alive because I literally almost died and the doctors and nurses were just like you know just be grateful you're alive thank god you're alive like that was a serious surgery and it all happened so fast like it just took a it I didn't really process it in the hospital like I was more like thankful if anything and the only thing I was kind of sad about was like when am I going to be able to dance again that was probably the scariest thought like what if I can't and my mom knowing her and I love her to death my mom is just like very very protective and she was even telling me like I don't want you dancing until they say you can and you know you just had a major surgery you can't even move your abdomen like you have to keep do go in your post-ops and go to your doctor's appointments and follow up with them and make sure it's okay with them and I just I and me being impatient I had a dance class actually I already signed up for it the week after I got out of surgery so me being really stubborn I ended up being a couple days home released from the hospital I sneak off in my car and I go to my dance class and they were all really shocked I was there and you just see me have like this vertical band-aid going down my my um my abdomen sticking out from my shirt and um everyone's just shocked that I'm there and I'm like hunched over I can't move my lower body that well at all all I could move was my arms but I was just tired of being a vegetable for two weeks and I wanted to just go and dance and yeah my poor parents they have to put up with me 
that's how stubborn I am and I didn't even tell my mom and it's just now I look back and I think it's kind of funny and I think I told her and she of course rolled her eyes and she's not surprised that I did that don't get me wrong there was a lot of a lot of negative thoughts going through my head like I could have just felt sorry for myself and like why am I not here yet why why me why do I have to sit here and then everyone else is just living their like life and keep going forward and I'm it's literally like my life just took a pause and I'm stuck I had to get myself out of that mental rut so many times and I had to remember this is a part of my journey this is my unique journey my unique path I need to learn how to appreciate it and just yeah the mental health the mental health process of it all like getting myself out of all that it it was like a it was honestly a struggle and it's a real thing like i i i don't i couldn't imagine people who have it worse than me and um you know it's just you know i had to just all i have to do is just heal at this point and it hurt really bad i was i think what made it the hardest was just being in constant pain every day and then like I had a really hard time sleeping like it would just felt like it was burning from the inside because obviously I have an incision healing and I was cut open so um, it was I had to take a lot of pain meds every day I came home with like four bottles of medication so I had to take those like every day and then I had to go to CVS and get a refill and just I guess the pain meds being in pain and it just I, I know it did lower a lot of my my vibration and it it got me in a different headspace than I was in April before the surgery which I was very upset about but you know I know it just added on to my whole journey and process and just you know my life path and I was talking to a few of my friends and they were like you know a lot of people um this could help a lot of people like you telling your story and you sharing it and you can connect and relate and you can help a lot of people going through a lot of like a mental rut and all that so I looked at it that in that way in that perspective and I was like you know what you're right let me make an episode so I can you know at least reach out and people could hear my story and you know y'all can relate and y'all could share with me as well so that's mainly why I wanted to make the episode and at the same time I was just I made a couple posts so people could you know know that you're not alone with not loving your body and loving yourself like it's it's everything and I realize healing and physically healing emotionally mentally healing it's all a process it's never linear so uh yeah me constantly getting myself out of that mental rut as i was healing my you know my wounds and everything um it all intertwines together so the hospital experience was probably it wasn't as bad i feel like being at home was like healing at home was better but being at the hospital like it was just so different because my parents aren't together anymore and then just see them like co-parent with me like I felt like they got to redo what they didn't do it it was like a super like emotional thing but I was just like so proud of them that they were like getting along and I felt like 
in a weird way it brought me and my parents closer because we were fighting a lot of the time like beforehand and I was me and my mom were fighting a lot and I feel like that surgery it really brought me and my family closer together and it's weird how things like that have to happen like near-death experiences where people think they're about to lose you it really brings different perspectives and it makes you appreciate not only just you but even everyone around you like appreciate you and then you see your real friends and you see like the real people who care about you and your life and then you just see what's really important and that's like a huge thing that I learned that's something else I wanted to pretty much share um like I see things so differently and again like I feel like it it like it aged me like I I gained a lot of um experience out of this in a weird way so now I like don't even care about half the things i don't let half the things bother me that used to and i feel i guess going through something like this when you're constantly told you almost died and everyone's just everyone treats treats you different and i don't want anyone to treat me any different and i didn't expect to get attention out of it like it it literally happened super unexpected and then i did almost die but I guess it's like the knowing and the realization that I didn't it makes me appreciate a lot of things way more and not take things for granted more than I tried already I, I try not to take things for granted but it also makes me it's like a, it was like a reminder and a refresher like you're still here you still have your loved ones your family your friends you still have people that love you and you're still alive so just do better it gave me like another reminder and a chance to do better again and that's just how i see it it made me a lot more appreciative and grateful for life um and it's crazy because i feel like that was another form of life trying to humble me down to just let me know like it's not over yet and just to be grateful for here that was all of may i was just you know bed rest and then june i was able to be more mobile go back to work and but i still had to watch what i did because there was a lot of times where i found myself still um if i did too much too too anything strenuous it would hurt my um my abdomen area and the bruising finally it's barely now going away and it's july so the bruising's now going away they took out the staples and now it's I have like a really really cool scar and I honestly don't mind it at all a lot of people think it's that they said it looks really cool and they could say I told I got in a sword fight or something (laughs) and um yeah so I really I'm glad that I in a weird way I went through that and now because it could have been worse and also I was in Dallas a couple days before that and it could have happened there and been way worse. So thank God I was home and you know, I just, I know it happened for a reason, obviously. Then that sounds cliche, but it did and it helped me grow and it helped me learn a lot about myself, sit with myself, experience all these quote unquote blocks, but they're not, they're, 
they're literally things that I had to overcome and grow up from so I'm very very thankful that you know I survived this and I'm able to share it with y'all and I wasn't ready to leave yet I have a lot I needed to do obviously and one of them was finally finish this episode and share it with you guys because that took me a while too and again I just wasn't in the best headspace to make an episode and just share about it and be so open because it really is hard to open up and share to the whole world about your personal life and just things you feel and you're scared to get judged but I don't even care anymore if I'm judged um, or not Um, if I'm helping people and I have a lot of listeners and people telling me that me sharing my stuff it inspires them and helps them so that's all that matters and that's what keeps me going is those people so um just if y'all ever have anything y'all want to share or reach out to me about or questions feel free to I'm always my dms and everything are always open for you guys and I know I suck at replying but I'm trying to get better at that and I'm trying to just get my life in order to where I want to be and so many blessings and things have happened after that and ever since and I'm excited to share that with you guys but I know everything is happening the way it's supposed to and I definitely will keep y'all updated on just everything else on the healing and everything else and I'm back to my dancing and I'm back to walking and doing normal things again the probably the only thing that's not really normal is my eating habits I can't I'm very sensitive to eating a lot of different foods which sucks but it's okay because at least I'm able to eat and not just be on a liquid diet anymore so thank you guys for listening and tuning in that was my story and I definitely will keep y'all updated and posted and keep posting on my podcast and thank you guys for everything all the kind words again y'all are awesome and I love you guys I'll talk to y'all soon